You are listening to the Torah Sparks Podcast, the podcast that finds and ignites sparks of spiritual light and meaning in anything and everything, bringing out lessons and values straight from the Holy Torah. I am your host, Ori Strum. Let's jump right in. Testing, testing, one, two, testing. Wait a second, I think I started recording the podcast. This is so awkward. Um, <clears throat> wait a second, should I restart or just, I'm just going to continue. Um, hey, welcome back to the Torah Sparks podcast. Sorry about that whole beginning over there. Um, I was just testing my mic, but then I realized, oh my gosh, the podcast recording actually started. But then I realized, wait a second. First of all, I set that up on purpose. Second of all, just a human being, we got to be raw. We got to be real, okay? Um, you know, sometimes we pretend to be others. Sometimes sometimes we try to be someone else. That's the same thing as pretending to be others. It's like a monkey. You know, Chazal say that the Yitzhahara is compared to a kof, a monkey. And because it really, a, a monkey, we know it like it's a copycat. It offers a cheap imitation of reality. But it's not reality itself. Uh, and it's important to be to be raw, to be authentic, and to be genuine in our relationship with other people and with Hashem uh, as well. Uh, with that introduction, introducing Harsinai. Okay, you might have been introduced to Harsinai last week in Parshas Yisro when we got the Asarsa Dibros. Maybe you stood up in Shul when we lamed the Asarsa Dibros, and, and maybe you got that wonderful holy experience of wow, Matan Torah. And comes along this week's Parsha, Parsha's Bichukosai. By the way, no jokes, I was at a shul once, and they like promoted, they're bringing in this guest speaker, and the speaker came in Friday night and literally said a whole Dvar Torah on the Parsha that wasn't that week's Parsha. It was very uncomfortable. It happened to be a beautiful Vart, but he said the wrong Parsha. And I know it's not Bechukosa. I know it's Mishpatib. But again, that's part of the raw. That's the part of the authenticity. It's part of being being true, being genuine. And, you know, if you take a step back, like, people could laugh and say, oh my gosh, this guest speaker, they brought him in, this rabbi, and all of a sudden he spoke about the Parsha that wasn't the right Parsha? Like, isn't that silly? Isn't that, like, he should have done his research? So, Okay, maybe that's a valid question, maybe not. But if you think about it, take a step back, realize the Torah is, it's the Eitz Chaim Hilamacha Zikimba, it's a Chaim, it's life, it's, right? Life is not just a one-time event, it's not just a one-day thing, it's it's a totality. And so you could say a Parsha, Vart, on one, during one week, even though it's not that Parsha, Torah is all-inclusive, it's all-encompassing. And there's nothing really wrong with saying a Dvar Torah for one week, even during the week that it's not that Parsha. There's nothing really inherently wrong with that. Anyways, back to this introduction to Har Sinai. You see, the Torah takes a little bit of a break. It talks about all these laws, Mishpatim, Evit Ivri, and it goes through a whole plethora of examples of different Beinadam Lechavero, man and interpersonal relationship type of mitzvos. And then in chapter 24 in Parshas Mishpatim, the Torah resumes its discussion of the events of Matan Torah at Har Sinai. And it, I just want to point out that Art Cohn, PhD, a professor, writer, consultant in the area of corporate training, organizational development, 
and performance improvement. In one of his articles, Brain Science, The Forgetting Curve, The Dirty Secret of Corporate Training, he says a fascinating insight about how much people tend to forget. Research on the forgetting curve shows that within one hour, people will have forgotten an average of 50% of the information that was presented. Within 24 hours, they will have forgotten an average of 70% of the new information. And within a week, forgetting claims an average of 90%. With that minor introduction, I want to share with you something that I heard several years ago on this week's Parsha, Parsha's Mishpatim, that I'll probably never forget. Despite what Art Cohn just said, I'll probably never forget. It was from Rabbi Naftali Yeager, Rosh Yeshiva of Sharyashiv Institute. He came to our Yeshiva, America's Torah, a bunch of years ago, and he said, those famous words, everyone knows, what did the Jewish people say? What did everyone else not say? What did the Jewish people say on our Sinai? Naseh Vinishma, right? Everybody else, all the nations of the world said, nah, forget it. We don't want the Torah. It says you can't kill. That's like what we love to do. We love killing. It says you can't eat pig. We love McDonald's, right? And it's funny because I guess maybe they had a McDonald's back then. Maybe they went... I'm not sure. And and this and then it says you can't, you know, do this, you can't do that. And the nations of the world said, We can't do that. Comes along the Jewish people, the Yehudim, the Yidin, and they say, you know what? Naase Vinishma. We will do and we will listen. We will do, you know what? Forget about what it says right now. Look who's talking to us. It's the greatest being on planet Earth. It's it's Hashem, it's the master of the universe. He's offering us a guidebook. It doesn't really matter at that point what it's says, we're going to do it, Naseh, and then afterwards, Nishma, we're going to go and actually go to the nuance and listen and hear it out, um, you know, each individual mitzvah, etc., and how, how it connects all, all, all of that. But we know these words, Naseh, Nishma, these famous words that the Jewish people said, you know what Pasuk that it's in? It's in chapter 24, that's chapter Chavdalet, verse 7, says the Torah, Vayikach Sefer Habris, Vayikra Ba'oznei Ha'am, it was read in the ears of the people, Vayomru, they said, Kol Asher Diber Hashem, all that Hashem has spoken, Na'aseh Vinishma. we will do and we will hear. And Rabbi Naftali Yeager, Rosh Hashiv of Sharyashev, he said, you know that the words Na'aseh Vinishma." happened to be in chapter 24, verse 7, 24, 7. Isn't isn't that an irony? And whether he was joking or serious, I have no idea, and I might not ever know. But the message remained with me nonetheless. By the way, that word I just used, nonetheless, um, I teach some 10th graders every day. We have a class, Tanakh 101. We actually changed the name. It's called Tanakh 101 2.0. And I challenged them all to use that word with with a straight face. Um, to go home, to tell one of their parents, use it in a conversation with another uh, Rebbe of theirs, a teacher, to use the word nonetheless. And I challenge you, um, the listeners right now to the Torah Sparks podcast, use the word nonetheless with a straight face. See if you can do it. You f- you'll probably feel somewhat rewarding afterwards. But anyways, moving right 
along. The Torah is something that is 24-7. It's not a coincidence that the words Na'asav and Nishma are stated in 24-7, chapter 24, verse 7. Torah is 24-7. It's every day. It's not just a nice endeavor to partake in on a Sunday or a Muntig. That's Yiddish for Monday. And no, I don't speak Yiddish, but I do know Muntig is Monday, I think. Let me check the easier shmizi, Baruch, one second. Okay, confirmed. Muntig is Monday. It's not just a nice endeavor to partake in. It's not just a nice cause to donate some money to. Torah is our life. Kihem chayenu veorech yamenu. It's our life. It's the length of our days. It must be a part of our lives constantly, every day, 24-7. There's not a moment in our lives that is unaffected by Torah in some way, shape, or form. I believe it was the great Rav Gifter who used to say that every decision in life that you make has either, it's either taking you closer towards Har Sinai or further away from Har Sinai. And it's such a powerful statement. It's such a powerful message that everything we do in life is governed by the Torah, by Halacha, by its Hashkafa, by the guidance of our Rabbanim, by our Rabbeim, by our teachers, by our great ancestors. Everything is in the Torah. It's the Word of God, the expounded through the Torah, Shebech Stav, through the Torah, Shebel Peh. Everything is in the Torah. And there's not a moment in our lives that's not governed, that there's no there's no say that the Torah has. In there, it, this is this this is an amazing concept. There, of Gifter is saying is that any time you make a decision in your life, think about will the thing that I'm about to do, will what I'm about to say, will what I'm about to think, will this take me further away from Har Sinai, from the Torah, from what Hashem wants, from the will of the Boreolam, or will it bring me closer to Har Sinai? Will it bring me closer to the will, to to closer to what the Torah, to what Hashem has has in mind, has in store? And this could really be um, kind of a way to make decisions that help us along the path of making decisions. Is this bringing me closer or further away from Har Sinai? When we learn Torah, the Torah is part of our lives. When we make blessings before and after we eat, the Torah is part of our lives. When we are honest in business, the Torah is part of our lives. The Torah is chaf dalid zayin. It's 24-7. It's, it's this constant where we're saying na'asev and nishma. We're connecting to the Torah. When we are kind to others, the Torah is part of our lives. When we put on our right shoe before our left, the Torah is part of our lives. Our connection to the Torah must be 24-7. There are no off days, no holiday breaks, no weekends off, no vacation days, no PTOs. Torah is a constant. Torah is 24-7. And interestingly, in this week's Parsha, Mishpatim, it actually takes a break, like we mentioned earlier in the Torah's discussion of the story of Matan Torah. And it speaks about what? Several laws concerning human relationships. And the reason for this on one level, is quite simple. Because if you think about it, the Torah is in the realm of 24-7. The Torah is not just something that has, um, you know, by the Matan Torah experience, when it had the kolos, ubrakim, the 
lightning and the thunder and the loud and the people died and they got back up and they got the crowns, all that, all that crazy. The Torah is actually relevant to the mundane, to the everyday life. Not just the, you know, the once in the blue moon revelation of God on Mount Sinai. It's not, that's not going to happen every day. Although when we say Asher Bachar Banami Kolam and we're supposed to think and we're supposed to realize every day is like a new Matan Torah. It's like a new. So yeah, there is that, there is that realm because we're supposed to, you know, we want to make every day so holy and bring up the mundane. But we realize that all of these laws, these human relationships, you know, um, people steal, people will do bribery and people um, kill and this and that and, and, um, you know, different things with helping out oxen, business, and all these Bein Adam Lechavera things are normal, mundane activities, and the Torah governs that as well. So it was worth it for the Torah to break up the Matan Torah story in Parshas Yisra and Mishpatim to discuss these, quote-unquote, simple, mundane laws between man and his fellow Jew. Why? Because the Torah is in the realm of Chafdalad Zion. It's in the realm of 24-7. There's no part of our lives that's void of the Torah. The Torah has to be a staple in our lives. We have to realize the Torah was given to all of Klal Yisrael. Torah is not reserved for the scholars. Torah is something that each person must live by and incorporate into his or her life. And by the way, when Torah is part of your everyday life, when it's 24-7, your caliber of living has the potential to skyrocket. When Torah is a constant in your life, you tap into its eternal essence. The constancy of Torah in our lives 24-7 gives us the tremendous opportunity for continuous growth, development, and great achievement. And we must never forget that. I would like to end with a story that's fresh off the press that happened this week. Um, so there I was. Um, I don't know where I was, actually. I was somewhere, and I get a call from my wife, and she says, you wouldn't believe it. You wouldn't believe it. I'm like, what? What is it? What? What is it? She's like, our car has heated seats. Now, maybe that's a shocker to you. Maybe that's not. Maybe that's, like, strange that I'm saying this. Maybe it's not. You have to realize it's literally in middle of the winter. And we realized halfway through the winter that the car had heated seats. And we didn't know it, whether we read the manual and forgot. We just missed the boat. We didn't know there was heated seats. That means for half the winter, we were freezing. We could have had these heated seats and we just we just didn't know about it. We just, it wasn't, until my brother-in-law, we were giving him a ride and he pointed, he's like, you know, you know you have heated seats, right? And we're like, oh my gosh, hashtag mind blown. And I took such a musser from this because there's so many times in life where we we think we can't do something or we don't realize what we have at our disposal. We don't realize the strength that we have. We don't realize the truth that lies within. And you know, real and and on a deep level, the Jewish people thousands of years ago said the words Naasa Nishma. We will do and we will listen. And we have a chilek of that neshama. We have a chilek of those neshamas that said those words. And every day, our neshama yearns and says Naasa Nishma. I want to connect. I want to connect to the Torah. Ritzonenu laasos 
We want to do your will, Rebbeinu Shalom. That's what our deep inner drive is. We have the tools. We have the strength. We have the potential, the abilities, and the capabilities. It lies within. And very often, sometimes we just neglect and we forget that, hey, those strengths are right here. They're in my toolbox. They're, they're, they're right here. I can bring them to the forefront and utilize them to my advantage to overcome what society is telling me, to overcome my inclination, to become the better person that I can be. And let us realize this. Let us realize that we have heated seats, guys. We have heated seats. Let us use the heated seats, especially now it's the winter time. We're in Gullus, the darkness of the winter of the Gullus. We have heated seats. We have that heat. We have that connection, that deep desire to do the will of Hashem. Let's try to connect to that on our level individually and realize that this is the way that we're going to become the greatest people that we possibly can. And let us take to heart and never forget that these words, Nasev and Nishma, are stated in chapter 24, verse 7. Let this become our motto, our slogan, our claim to fame, and realize that, wait a second, I have a chance to become great today, and I'm going to utilize the Torah, and my greatness that's right here, the heated seats that's right here, and become the greatest me that I possibly can Thank you so much for listening to another Torah Sparks podcast. If you enjoyed it, please rate, please review, please share it with your friends. And Amir Tashem, we'll see you next week.